Welcome to the Mission Matters podcast, celebrating the people and initiatives that embody the Jesuit tradition of St. Louis University, celebrating what matters in the 200-year-old-plus mission that is St. Louis U, brought to you from the Office of Mission and Identity. Just recently, the overpass on 44 at Big Bend has been taken down. The bridge is in need of repair. With the bridge out, what has resulted is a lot of clogged traffic, some very frustrated drivers, and some confusion about what's the right way to go. Bridges provide some really important, often underappreciated services for us. They give us a way to get from one place to another. They make things just a little bit easier. They provide support and they show the way. Today's guests are from the Staff Advisory Committee, and they self-describe SAC as a bridge. Let's listen to how SAC is a bridge for the staff here at St. Louis University. Welcome back to Mission Matters. I am pleased today to have with me Judy Buncher from the Office of Mission and Felicia Powell from DOISY. It is great to have you here. Judy is the incoming president of the Staff Advisory Committee, affectionately referred to as SAC. (laughs) And Felicia is the current president of SAC, the Staff Advisory Committee, down at DOISY. So uh, Judy and Felicia, welcome. It's good to have you here on Mission Matters. Thank you. Thank you. Happy to be here. So to start us off, um, I I guess just give an overview uh, in terms of what the Staff Advisory Committee is, um, what your involvement with it has been, and maybe just a little bit about each of yourselves as well. I'll let you start, Judy. Okay. I'm Judy Buncher. I've been with SLU for 12 and a half years. I've always been in the Office of Mission and Identity, and um, I love my work here because our mission is is what drives us and uh, how we're making a difference by sending these wonderful students, graduates out into the world to really affect society and and the world for the better good. And so I've enjoyed my work here at SLU. Um, I've been on SAC for years. I'm not sure how many years, but um, I'm happy to be the new chair. SAC is the representative for staff to leadership. And so if there's ever problems or or things that we can do to help. It's our communication lines between all of the staff at SLU and the administration. And there's a lot of staff at SLU, you know, and and we are so much a part of what goes on here. And our voices are sometimes quiet, but not really because we're driving all that stuff behind the scenes. So I'm grateful to be part of it. Great, thanks, Judy. Felicia? So yeah, I'm Felicia Powell. I've been here for 12 years. I've left for a year and came back. I've been on the medical side for a while before I came to the education side. So I was actually on the SAC committee for the medical side of SAC for many years. I totally agree with Judy that this is an awesome place. And for me, when SAC on the medical side, it was that bridge that we were creating as SAC members to bridge between administration, employees, you know, staff, faculty, all of that. We were that bridge. And I really did back then enjoy it. So when I came back, I jumped right back into SAC on the education side and ran back into Judy again. Yes. I've known Judy for years. So mm-hmm. it, it's one of those 
committees that that makes you feel like you're you're making a difference. It, it's just not about the committee. It's about the whole thing. So that's what SAC means to me. And I just love it. It Got gives you it. a platform. It truly does. And like Judy said, it does give you that voice. It helps those that don't have a voice have that voice. Right. So I'm assuming the representation that you're describing is representation of staff to administration, but do you also have the administration come to you as advisors for, you know, what's the feel of the staff on certain issues? With me being the new president of the SAC for Doisy Health College. So they haven't as of yet, but I've just, you know, with my energy and my personality, I just throw it out there like, hey, this is what's going on. I just jumped right in. Very good. And I am just entering this role. I've been elect for a year and now I'll start the chair position. And I've already been asked to be on search committees and we do meet with Mickey Luna. He asked for our opinion on things. So um, yes, it does go both ways. That's great. So since the two of you have been here at SLU uh, for such an extended period of time, which is wonderful, what has your experience on the committee done to inspire you or motivate you? It sounds like it's been really kind of a good experience all around. I imagine also just to meet people in cross sections of campus, but talk a little bit about how it has personally meant something to you or even professionally. Well, I just think that um, to bring people together, because sometimes you don't know what they're doing on the doisy end of things, and you meet people from all areas. My office is in DeBerg Hall, so it's very refreshing for me to, to hear about different places on campus. We can get rather siloed here, and um, so I think SAC has a way of connecting people that I would never have met otherwise. Yes, for me, being on this committee, it has really inspired me to share my energy and my self-motivation with others. Again, it gives me that platform to share most of that and bring employees together as a unit and not a cell. So that's what it's done for me in my experience. Oh, I love that, bringing people together as a unit and not a cell. Oh, I like that a lot. So how often are the meetings? The meetings are once a month on a third Thursday of the month at noon. Since COVID, it's all been online, but before COVID, it was in person, but also you could dial into it and, and listen along. So I imagine we're, it'll be maybe Zoom and in-person going forward. Okay. Do you ever have special guests come to meetings or? Yes, there's always guests. And it, a lot of times it, it is administration reporting uh, Dr. Pastello comes once a year to talk about what he needs to talk about with SAC. Nikki Luna comes. He has people from HR that when the health enrollment insurance is due, they come and talk to about that kind of thing. Um, David Heiberger has come and talk about the budget. Also, um, people come to talk about opportunities, too. I know Felicia because we were in school together here um, as adults. So those kind of benefits, I mean, think about that. Um, to be able to finish a, uh, a university degree because you're here. That is just one of the best benefits ever. I've had a child also that benefited from that. And so uh, I forgot the question now, Virginia. <laughs> Special guests. So those kind of things like School for Professional Studies comes in and gives us you know, updates about things that are available for uh, employees. 
Felicia, do you have anything else? Uh, with Jim, great house and how, you know, if you want to learn more about Excel, you know, if you're already working, you want to just enhance your, your skill or your skill set. A lot of employees don't know that. So I think the SAC com committee puts a lot of that information out there for employees that just don't know. Because, you know, sometimes we become routine and get up, go to work, do our job, go home. And you don't know what's in between. So I think we're here again to bridge that gap to say, hey, we've got exercise classes after work. You can take those. You can join the gym, join yoga out on the quad or whatever have you. Again, we're here to kind of open up their eyes to things that are offered to them. And if they have problems, like in the SAC here at Doisy, in our last meeting, I opened up the door because we're having so many mental issues right now, not just with the students, with employees. If we don't open the door for them to discuss what's going on, because it takes a toll on us when it affects the students. Of course. So we want to kind of open up that door to say, hey, if you need somebody to talk to, there's Here's a judgment-free zone. You know, here's a, a safe space for employees, not only for students. So right. we, I think we as SAC, uh, we offer that as well, a safe space for employees. No judgment zone. One of the things you just said, Felicia, strikes me as being really important that what is available to mm -hmm. staff is yeah. not always known by it staff. <laughs> and if not, it took me about five, six years to know that we did have a workout, you know, <laughs> and we can work out. Oh, okay. I'll do that. You know, and I just found out recently that we do have um, a Zumba instructor that teaches classes here. I found that out from a coworker and I was like, what? I was like, I want to do that. And I think he does it on Wednesdays. There are a lot of things that we're learning that we're sharing. I think that's one of the, um, one of the really unfortunate things is how much is available and un so underutilized. Yeah. So boy, it's good to know that this whole vehicle and communication and connectedness and all of that is what you all are committed to. So are there different SACs on the campuses or is it just different sites for the same committee? Well, I came back a year ago and there was a SAC just for Doisy. Okay. Because Doisy is broken up into Allied Health and the Doisy building. So okay. we're two separate locations. And the SAC committee here, to my knowledge, was formed to kind of connect those two because we're in different locations. But we all are under the big SAC, which is where Judy is. <laughs> the big SAC. That the sounds big. terrible. <laughs> <laughs> You know, in the mission office, we're, we're always trying to get a feel for what people need in terms of mission and spirituality. And you can throw out these offerings. And if folks don't participate in them, it's like, ah. If they don't know or it's readily there in their face, don't forget it. So, wow. I hope listeners out there are realizing that SAC is such an important vehicle for our institution and for the health of the quality of work environment for SLU. Okay, let's shift this to some mission conversations. So I'll read to you the mission statement of SLU. And my question at the end is going to be, how do you see SAC as being part of that mission or living that mission out? Or what are the intersection points? So it goes like this. The mission of SLU is the pursuit of truth for the greater glory of God and for the service of humanity. 
to form men and women for and with others. So how do you see that as being played out? To me, sex stands on the pursuit of humanity. So we can come together as one to embody the greater good of God's work. So with that being said, it's, it's not about what's been done or about what we can do to move forward together to embody the glory of God. That's what SAC means to me. I think too that um, part of our Ignatian, our mission that St. Ignatius gave us is, is the care of the whole person. And so if SAC can help people to be the best they can be at SLU here, using the resources that are available to us at SLU, and if there's something wrong too, I mean, we're here to listen for that too and advocate for staff members to make SLU a really great place to be at and where we can thrive and flourish. Let's just imagine that you have one of our listeners right here in our conversation and they say to you, so why should I bother? What's the point of joining SAC? You really have to join the committee, you know, and all that is, is filling out a form through email. And there are about 140, 260 members, um, but there's thousands of employees. So we hope that you're the person that can bring back to your department information and help us be that voice. Like to see SAC, for lack of a better term, acknowledged during the hiring process. So when people are hired, this is something that they inform you of, because I don't think a lot of people know about SAC. Right. So if they would say, hey, there's a committee, you may want to just look into it. During that little spiel that they give during the hiring process, you may want to just look into it. Just put your name on the email. Go to one or two meetings. If you don't like it, you can always drop out. It's your voice. This is for you to be heard or you have an issue. So I think that's what I would like to see happen for SAC. Okay. Well, what I love about what I've heard beyond everything is the notion of SAC being a bridge. And, you know, I'm a girl from the seventies, so I've got the Simon and Garfunkel song in my head. You know, sometimes I'm sure that is a bridge over troubled waters. (laughs) But the other thing with bridges is that they connect people and the building of relationships and strengthening of relationships and opening up conduits for communication. That's what I'm hearing from everything you're describing, that it's a bridge, that it's about building a unit, not a cell, about building community, listening for the greater good, and calling people to be part of something bigger than themselves, and really just dovetailing into the mission of a higher purpose, greater good. So that's pretty amazing, actually. It is. It's a great place to be. It is. So is there anything else you want to use? I mean, feel free to use this as a platform for a commercial before we close this up and give people the website to join. Yeah, just everybody's welcome. And also one thing I forgot to mention, we have in the past done service, service projects. And we're thinking about entering that again as we come out of this pandemic time. For me, the SAC experience though is a camaraderie that it teaches us as members, as employees that we can come together even in differences of of opinion. What matters is the willingness to change or the willingness to help regardless. So I think that for SAC is a big deal to me. That's a very big deal. Boy, we need a whole lot more of that in our world. We do. We really do. 
And even though employees are a little hesitant sometimes to join new committees, thinking that it's going to be too much. Oh, that's way out of my realm of, you know, of my work. I'm not paid for that. It is a place that gives you a voice. If we keep that in mind, we'll be a stronger, better staff. Right. It's not about asking you to give something. It's about providing something for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 It's a whole shift of mentality. Yeah. And it'll always give you something back. That's, that's for sure. Well, thank you both very much, Felicia and Judy, for spending the time with us today. And we'll be sure listeners to check the link in the podcast description that will take you to the website on St. Louis University's uh, bigger website where you can sign up for SEC if you'd like to or get more information about it. Thanks again, Judy and Felicia. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. And for all those listening, don't forget to follow us on social media at SLU Jesuit Mission. And if you know of a colleague who's living the mission quietly but out loud and seems to be hidden in plain sight, contact us in the Office of Mission and Identities so we can spotlight the good work that they're doing. Until next time, let's remember, especially in this Ignatian year, we are one SLU where mission matters. You can engage the mission intentionally here at SLU and you can encounter it randomly. But good luck graduating without ever touching it in some way. God bless everyone.